to Cultivate and Keep. Today, or tonight, I should say, it's your boys. We're back. It's your boys. It's Tuesday. That's right. Today, we are recording on the, what is today, the 12th of May. Gosh, mm-hmm. I still think it's April, yeah. to be honest. I think it's March. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, well, though. It's May. Yeah. In case you forgot, too. I'm glad it's not March anymore, actually. Uh, happy Blur's Day, by the way. Don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> like every day is blurring together and you can't oh d- tell gosh. which day it is. So how you doing, Corey? Day. Pretty good, man. Yeah, yeah. How, how are you doing? <laughs> doing good. <laughs> Blur's day. I heard another podcaster say that today. So I, I figured you heard it somewhere. Like, oh, oh yeah. I'm going to steal that. It's pretty clever, though. Blur's day. It's kind of a, I don't know about you, but uh, every like person I talk to, especially, you know, I do a bunch of demos and uh, calls for bare metrics and, um, I'm like super tired of talking about this whole coronavirus thing. Like every call is like, so we're based out of, Oh, what's it like over there? Yeah, man. When are we going to back to get, get back to normal? And it's like, okay, like, <laughs> honestly, we can just skip it. I've been trying yeah. to like fast forward to that part or just not even mention it and just like kind of act like normal now. Cause I don't know about you, but I'm like, yeah, no, I can relate definitely like similar every day, but I feel like at first it was like, I would spend like 15, 10, 15 minutes like on that, like on a call, whatever. And it'd be so fascinating. And now it's like, all right, like we'll give it 10 seconds and then on and then to the next. On. Yeah. Yeah. And here we are now talking about how we're sick of talking about it. So yes. what's new? How's life? Um, not a whole lot is new kind of still trying to get through what's, you know, everything going on and definitely have been experiencing, experiencing a lot more like frustration recently uh with just how things are progressing with like reopening so i feel like when it's all happened at first i was like this is great like i could do this for a while you know just like hanging out at home you know Chill out. being home on the weekends now and like just having more time to relax um but for the last like i would say the last two or three weeks i've been like super eager to get back to normal life so i'm okay i'm definitely feeling like just frustrated though so yeah kind of where i'm at yeah, yeah, definitely. But again, because we are like super impacted by everything. So like, I can't like live my life like normal. I have to just like, you know, I can't do anything. So right. it's, it's frustrating. Like it's literally not going to be normal until it's normal. Yeah. So. so. But um, how about you? Yeah, pretty good. Uh, we definitely kind of turned a corner with the parametrics, I'd say, in that our, our churn, our cancellations have gone down. There are actually two, uh, probably where we were in November, which is one of our best months. Now we just need, but it's still slow, like on the top of funnel. So like not a lot of people are signing up or turning into customers. Um, so hopefully that'll turn around soon, but we have a lot of good stuff in the pipeline. We had, a, um, well, I won't go into, into details, but I don't know if I mentioned to you last time, but we're trying to get this new like product out the door essentially. And, um, so we were pushing, 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 trying to test it as quickly as we could so we can get people to actually start using it. So we decided to give it a, a run and a test and um, double checked with engineers. I had a message ready to go. It was a really generous offer to our customers for a couple of our add-on products to get it for free for a couple of months while they're going through this and they help with retention. And so it was very like applicable. It wasn't just like a, hmm, just to let you know we care about you. And by the way, here's a discount code to buy our stuff. You know, it was like a actually re- relevant offer. The only problem was that um, there was an error and a bug and it completely ignored all kind of targeting and sent the same, well, sent the same wrong message 
to the wrong people four times. <laughs> and it was just like a perfect storm of just random things that mm-hmm. happened that were like we couldn't foresee and like a bunch of edge cases. So that wasn't fun. It was kind of a fire drill for a while. But now we're past that. Really excited to get out the door. I think we're going to be launching probably next week. Um, and uh, excited to have that finally at the door because we've been working on it for about three months now. And I'm hoping that that'll kind of be like a milestone to – uh, you know, getting more revenue and really kind of, turn, yeah. yeah, actually getting around the corner and, um, and improving. So, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. yeah I think you texted me that day and I was, and you're like, sorry, like I'm busy, whatever. Like I'll tell you later. Kind of. Thing. I was like, yeah. Uh, oh yeah. That was the day I was, I was like, like, what can happen at like hey, a nerdy <laughs> software, software company? You know, what can go wrong? Oh, many things. A bug. Bogey <laughs> <laughs> inbound. Bug inbound. It was a bogey dude. Yeah. There, there's a lot of things actually, but, um, it was, yeah, it was just this perfect storm, unfortunately. So I had to uh, mitigate that. But not all was lost. Actually, we got a lot of people that wanted to take advantage of the offer. And so it wasn't like a, a net loss. It, there was still kind of some redemption gotcha. there. Oh, cool. Yeah. Glad you made it come back. Thanks. Me too. Um, shall we dig into today's topic? Yeah, get your shovel. Let's start digging. <laughs> 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 that was natural. It just kind of came out. Yeah, I cannot believe how naturally that, that came out. Good. I just did not expect that. You are welcome. Well, today we want to, uh, we're, we're continuing our mini series on the Ten Commandments. And we are officially, well, after this episode, we'll be halfway through. So commandment number five. Yes. Um, a really exciting, riveting one, very controversial, uh, which is Exodus 20, verses 12. Um, and I'll read it for you really quick. So it says, honor your father and your mother that your days may be long in the land that your Lord God has given you. So pretty straightforward. Honor your parents, basically. And that's what we'll be talking about today. Hmm. So what does that mean? Just do whatever they say? Yeah. To follow blindly? You know, it's interesting. I think um, like that key word in the entire verse is honor. And like you can really kind of like deconstruct you know, look at the original Hebrew and and all that jazz, which I sort of did, but I didn't feel like it was very, uh, it was very like relevant. Like there wasn't that much there. Um, but we can get into like, kind of, I guess like the, um, what's it called? The spirit of the law, you know, instead of just like the literal law there. But I do think it's interesting. And maybe, maybe maybe where we can start is like, I don't know, why is this even a commandment? (laughs) You know, it's like, do not murder, do not steal. Oh, and honor your parents, honor your father and mother. And it's interesting, too, that he says that your days may be long in the land that your Lord God has given you. I don't know. What do you think? Like, why? Uh, it's interesting how it, like, it is even in there. Like, does it even have mm-hmm. to be said? Yeah. Um, yeah, and I, th- I think it's funny. If you think about what's listed before and after that one, like, it does kind of feel like, oh, why is that one just tossed in there? Um, the first thing that came to my mind, honestly, is thinking of, like, just, like, the family unit um, in, like, church and society and um, just how the family is responsible for raising individuals and um like it's important that uh within a family that like those underneath the covering of the mom and dad that they respect you know who's who's leading the unit and also like i think parallels between like the church and god and the family and like the heads of leadership um it's i think it's more than just like respect mom and dad it's well what a mom and dad like when you're little at least what do they equate to what do they like they are your highest form of authority when you're a little kid um, but I think like across like the broad spectrum of like just life and community and all that, like there's a parallel between God, uh, parents, church, mm. all being authority. Yeah. Yeah. That is interesting. 
Um, I found also in, in Ephesians 6, 1, Peter kind of repeats the same kind of spirit. He, he says, children, obey your parents in the Lord for this is right. You know, it says, obey your parents in the Lord. You know, so it's like, um, I think in a lot of ways, probably where like the heart of this commandment is, like you said, is kind of the family unit and more just that like honoring your parents and obeying them and respecting them uh, and, and really respecting authority. And it's really practice to honoring mm-hmm. the Lord mm-hmm. as our father, you know, like it, it it's probably closer uh, like it's not so far off as like this vague kind of analogy where you have to like connect the dots. It's like pretty literal and like, okay, honor your parents and thus you are honoring God. And it's basically the same thing there. It's, mm-hmm. it's very practical in that way. Yeah. I think that's like the, um, like the 30,000 foot like view, just like the overall like reason to do it. But also I think like if you're being more practical about it, like, you know, when you, especially when you were younger, I mean, even like honestly now in my stage of life, like being like a young man, like, the reality is, like, even if I think it, like, I don't know everything. I don't know the best way to do things. And, like, even today, actually, which this doesn't happen very often, but I called my dad. I was like, Dad, I was like, I need advice slash encouragement. <laughs> just, like, <laughs> lay something out for him and he let, let him just talk to me. And when I called him, I was like, do you have time? And he was like, of course I have time for you, son. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, my dad's got my back. Let's just talk. And that doesn't happen very often. But um, the point is, like, um, uh Hold on. <laughs> thought. Uh, hold on. I'll get it back because okay. I was on a roll, Corey. You're talking to it your dad. Rolling. It was rolling. Okay. I got it. Um, is how on a practical level, we simply need like our our, par- our mom and dad often know more than we do because they've experienced more life. And so it's like this very close person to us that we can really follow after and seek advice and listen to. Now, I do think like the biblical like, meaning behind that, like, I think like a lot of favor comes from like listening to your parents and, you know, especially if your parents love and honor God and you being willing to submit to them and follow their advice, like there's favor in that. And, and hopefully that will lead to like good things for you. And so I just think that um, like more than how it relates to respecting and honoring God, I think like on a practical level, it will just bring you favor. Mm-hmm. And um, because it, cause they often just know more than you. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. You know, uh, one of the commentaries I was reading says, uh, just as we are to honor the one who created us, so we are to honor those who were chosen to carry out God's plan for our creation, our fathers and our mothers. You know, like God created us, but he also created us through our parents, and they quite literally physically created us, right? And so, um, but one of the things that was so fascinating was, uh, again, that kind of appendage at the end of the verse where he says, that your days may be long in the land that your Lord God has given you. And I think you're right. I think there's really something about learning to honor your parents and through that learning to honor God and really respecting and obeying and honoring authority that does bring you so much favor. Um, and it also, I think it's probably one of the reasons why this is a commandment is because I think it's actually pretty hard in a lot of ways. Um, and I yeah, wonder, like when you're, when you're younger too, it's exactly. like, I remember being like, Gosh, this was so hard for me. And being that I'm so smart, I often <laughs> I'm supposed to laugh for it. Um, Didn't catch it quick enough. Yeah, it was so natural. Um, I often would like. It was so easy to argue with my parents, and like I'd always want to know why. Like with everything, whether it was like I was in trouble or like simply do this, whatever it was, I would want to know why. And like it was this common thing with us. Like I often would get in trouble, not for what I did, but because I would ask why so much. And I would just go on mm. and on and on. I think at the core of it, like. It was almost as if like 
I didn't like respect my mom or dad enough just like take their word for it. I want to know like what the reasoning was, why they thought that and how they arrived at that conclusion, whatever it was. And I, I just remember being younger and this was so hard for me to just to like follow my parents' advice. It was just hard, like a hard thing. And I've noticed like the older I've gotten, like as you get older, like the, um, like your parents no longer like loom over you with like do this, do that. It kind of just goes away. And what I've noticed myself like, in a sense, like wanting to like come full circle and go back to them to ask more advice, to ask more questions, because um, it's like I almost like I crave, like I want it now. Me and Connie will often like be talking through something or have a question about something, and she always goes, "Let's call your mom," and we'll just like call my mom and just ask my mom's opinion <laughs> like a lot. Mom, <laughs> not like that, Corey, but um, like it happens a lot, and it's because like we want that, we want to hear what they have to say, you know? Yeah, yeah. There's this interesting thing, thing that happens, you know, when. Uh, in Genesis, you know, um, he says, uh, gosh, I'm going to butcher kind of the paraphrase here, but basically the Lord, God talks about how when you become a man and y- then you leave your parents and you go to be with your wife and there's kind of like this thing that happens when you're young where you start to kind of separate and become an individual and you start to think for yourself, act for yourself. Um, and you really want to like, there's a, th- um, I guess what I'm getting at is like there's this delicate balance between uh, kind of being your own individual and separating from just like doing and saying and like kind of uh, uh, absorbing your parents' identity mm-hmm. to also balancing that with like uh, rebellious and just being like, mm-hmm. you know, screw you. I don't want anything yeah. to do with it's you. It's my like, time now. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't want to listen to you. I'm not going to respect you. I'm not going to obey you or nothing. You know, so like, how do you separate in a way? How do you build your own identity in a way that's still honoring without rebelling and without, you know, basically dishonoring your parents? Yeah. Um, I think that's really hard. You know, I was actually just talking with my mom this last Sunday because uh, Monique and I went over, went over there for Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day, Mom, if you're listening. And um, oh, we were kind of talking about uh, my relationship with her and with my dad and kind of like, what was going on when I was a teenager and kind of like figuring out life. And because uh, she made this comment like, you know, well, for a while there, like you like didn't want anything to do with us. And I was like, yeah, absolutely. And I literally didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to make that transition of like separating and like mm-hmm. becoming my own person without rebelling. Yeah. And uh, so what I did was I just kind of like shut him out. And um, I remember, you know, my dad would take me to school and I'd be <laughs> half asleep and he'd, you know, try to make conversation. And I would just shut it down like a jerk and he'd pick me up. Same thing. I'd be super tired. End of the day. You know, we had crazy schedules in high school between, uh, sports and church and small group and all sort you know, also mm-hmm. just being out with friends or hanging out. Um, and so it'd be the same thing. Like I'm literally falling asleep on the way home and I'm tired. So I don't want to talk to you weekends, you know, then it's all about homework or we're just, hanging out and it's not like there was a lot of events anyways all that to say i wasn't i didn't honor them at all and it wasn't really until um monique and i started dating that i started to come around and then really to be honest um i think i talked about this before on here but it was my dad having a stroke that Mm -hmm. kind of like kicked me into gear of like all right i need to get my act together here and repair this relationship Mm -hmm. with my parents um and and actually start honoring them again you know but I think um, what you're describing, like the scenarios in school and all that, 
uh, that's like, across all kids, like across the board. Yeah. It's not just you. Um, but I, I'm thinking back for myself, and I, I don't remember like acknowledging it in my head, like what I was doing. But as no, as you all. described that, it's like wow, that sucks. And yeah. as a as like a dad, right? Like you, I'm sure your dad like literally is trying to take an interest in your life, wants to talk to you, and you're not giving him like any window for that. It's just kind of like, all right, cool, Corey. <laughs> like you, you know, he yeah. can't do anything. And so like thinking about it, it's like, huh, like that's that is a bummer. But like to answer to answer the question, like why is it that way? Like I don't, I don't, I don't know that that answer to be honest. I think that it's like for so when you're a kid for so long, it's like you want, you crave the independence, you want to be able to be your own person. And it gets to a, a certain point where maybe you're 15, 16, maybe you start driving, and it's like okay, like you probably could be your own person, um, like but your parents aren't allowing you to, and so it's like because there's this like conflict, you either push them away or ignore them or treat them like crap, whatever it is. And then finally, once you have that, you know, let's say when you're 18, you just like go be free. And um, I don't know. I, I don't really know why that is like thinking about it. I think yeah. for me recently, like think through my life, like I don't ever recall being like that hard toward my parents that you just kind of what you described for yourself. I'm sure that I was. I don't remember that. Um, I do know, though, like um, and really, honestly, all the way up until probably got married, like it wasn't really hard towards my mom and dad, but I like um, probably after like I graduated and started going uh, uh, to college and all that, like I just gave them like less time, basically. Like I was just mm-hmm. so busy, and so yeah. like, I got I like enjoyed my parents, but I wouldn't spend a whole lot of time with them. I wouldn't talk to them a whole lot, and um, I only only would do it when it was natural, right? So if I was home or if we had a little family event, and went on for a while. And I think when we got married. Um, like re- being some like a lot more removed from the family, like you have to make a you have to make a much bigger effort to like be around them and to see them, mm-hmm. and so that I think naturally kind of like started to back things up to where I was being more intentional, and then honestly like I'd say the last like probably four months like with business stuff like I've gotten so much closer to my dad like I've been meaning to tell you actually it's been really cool we've connected so much and like been super helpful and we've been able to like to relate and it's like different level of like before like father son and still is, but now it's like, we're both like business owners and like I, I can ask him questions and vice versa. And it just, it's like a cool thing we have going on. And so yeah. it's been really cool now. Like, like I was explaining earlier, like I often like want to go to him for advice and ask his questions and I, you can tell he like lights up, he like loves it, you know? Yeah. It's like, it used to be that way when I was a little kid and then kind of went away and now it's back. So that it's cool. cool. Well, it brings up a good point because I think one of the things, I thought was interesting was kind of like the difference between honor and obedience and even respect because like those kind of things, you know, like coming to Yeah, So you could think like you weren't dishonoring your dad, right? Is that kind of where you're going with this? Like, well, a little bit, I think they're um, like both could be said. I mean, for you, right. Uh, Kind of like maybe even like excluding your dad from like business or thinking like you have all the answers could be like dishonoring to him in mm-hmm. a way because like absolutely yeah. that's an area of expertise for him right or that's something that he wants to be involved in same with my dad like him taking interest in my life and then like not letting him in is dishonoring but there's also ways i think where you can be honoring without uh necessarily like being like um obedient if that makes sense so like uh, they ne- they never actually said like, hey, we don't want you to, or we're not going to allow you to date in high school. Mm-hmm. That was just something that I kind of felt like was right for me and that I kind of wanted to do. And um, AKA no one liked you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Man, I was thinking about making that own joke myself anyways. I'm glad you did. Don't worry. Got you. That's right. But, um, but that's something that, you know, they didn't like put on me and it's not like I was 
obeying them or even like respecting their wishes, but I was still honoring them in that way mm-hmm. of like the way that I carry myself, the way that I live my life is honoring them and kind of the way that they raise me and the decisions mm-hmm. that I can make for myself. And, but on the flip side too, uh, you can be honoring your parents while also maybe disobeying them mm-hmm. because I mean, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people are in the situation of like, my parents aren't Christians mm-hmm. or maybe they've done a lot of things that have been wrong or have, uh, really, you know, hurt me or, or messed me up in some way. And so how do you honor someone who is dishonorable, if that makes sense? Um, and while I couldn't speak from personal experience, I think that there's, there's a way to disobey and maybe to uh, disagree with your parents while still being honorable to them, you mm-hmm. know, doing it in a way that is honorable. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I think like I would assume for like our listeners or um, maybe people in like the high school age, um, I think that when what you're talking about, what most people are probably running into is kind of what you experienced with your dad is like, you didn't feel like you were directly like dishonoring him or being disrespectful because you probably did your chores. You probably like did the things they immediately asked you to. All you really did wrong was kind of give them like the gold shoulder, you know? Yeah. Um, but the reality is like you think about, um, and you know, anytime someone like comes to ask you for advice and they want to spend time with you, like, you know, go to lunch with you, whatever it is, like, what does that do to you? That like makes you think, Oh, cool. Like, I feel, I feel honored. Like, I feel like this is cool. They want to yeah, be with me. Right. Yeah. And like, and like, I think in like a very simple way, that is a, a part of like honoring someone. And I think that when we hear this verse, like honor your father and mother, respect them, we think like, okay, as long as I do what they tell me to do, I'm good. But I think it's, just, it's deeper than that. There's more me- meaning to that. And like, same thing, like and if you're going to relate to like, to like God, like same thing, like, yeah, you, you can, you can be a rule follower. You can follow the rules written out in the Bible. You can mm. do, you know, you cannot sin and whatever, but like, are you spending time with God? Are you seeking after him? Are you like making him a priority to you? Like, and if you're not, then like you're not really giving him like the honor that he deserves. You know, I think with both ways it can relate. Yeah. Honor is more about like the heart of the obedience mm-hmm. or the way that you do things and, um, and, and how you carry yourself. And I think that's, I mean, that's the, the thing you have to kind of learn through experience, you know, like, I don't know if there's any way, I feel like one of the things maybe that, you learn or you kind of have to learn as you become an adult is spending time intentionally with certain people. Like first you kind of learn like, how do I spend time intentionally with my friends? Because maybe we're not going to the same school again, or we don't have all the same Mm -hmm. kind of common interests. And then it's okay. How do I spend time uh, intentionally with like uh, family members? And, but like parents are definitely up there of like people you have to relearn how to spend time intentionally with. Yeah. of hanging out, going out to lunch, doing fun things, going to the movies. Like it's, it's not just on them to ask you to do these things. Mm-hmm. Now you have to, you know, yeah. uh, it's a two way street now. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. I mean, I feel like that's pretty encompassing. Like an overall, I feel like the thoughts I wanted to share, I, I said, um, anything else you want to add? I would just say, maybe we can close on like, you're just kind of asking, um, what are some ways that you can honor your parents? Uh, and also just maybe doing like a quick audit, you know, of like, even if you're again, not directly like disobeying or like maybe you feel like you're not disrespecting your parents in some way, like, are you still honoring them though? Mm-hmm. You know, like you can't like not honor, but not dishonor, mm-hmm. you know, it's very kind of black and white. Like you're either honoring someone or you're not. Mm-hmm. And just ask yourself, are you honoring them with your actions, with your words? One of the things I was thinking about too, is like not, you know, it's really easy to complain, especially as a kid about your parents 
but that can even bleed into adult life of always talking maybe bad about them or having mm-hmm. a tendency to complain about them. And I think that's a, one of big ways, especially when you're talking to other people to honor them is to paint them in a good light, you know, and to really, uh, be thankful yeah. and to, um, yeah. you know, publicly praise them in ways as well. Just mm-hmm. kind of give them credit for the things they've done for you and given to you and the ways they've raised you. Yeah. Yeah. I think I would agree. I also think like, think like the way that you honor and respect your parents like it's gonna look different in i think different seasons of life or not seasons but just like ages of life i guess it's gonna look a little bit different but like the core um like the fundamental parts of that is still the same you know it doesn't matter if you're high school or if you're 50 you know yeah exactly so honor your parents kids and adults do it well i think that's all we got today thanks for listening if you have any questions comments uh feedback for us you can find us on social media or email us at cultivateandkeep.com. Otherwise, we will see you in the oh, next one say one until after. Yes. Um, and you know what? We say it a lot, but if you have not written a, re- a review, yes. go write a review. You know, Kind of like Mark Hoffman always says, like talking about his, like, doing devotions, he says, you know, we say to read your Bible a lot, but you got to read your Bible. It's, like, it's important. <laughs> so, you know, we ask for reviews a lot, but you should probably do it. That would mean a ton. It'd yeah, be super cool to see you'd honor us. So that's right. We're not your, your dads, but it would be my honor friends. to receive it a would. review from you. Yes. Not from you, Jeremy, but from you, the listener. Okay. Okay. That's, that's it. good. All right. Peace.